Resurrected Jesus downs Everton, while another Christian sinks Burnley. Mohammed fails to profit as Liverpool crucify Jose, and it's all rosy in the Garden of Eden. Hello and welcome to Bible Stu- I mean episode five. Hi everyone and welcome to episode five of the FPL Renegades podcast. My name is Drew and I'm delighted to say Willie is back. How are you, Willie? Well, Drew, great to be back. Good stuff. Now we're recording on Tuesday, the 18th of December, which means we're one week out from the big day, which also means copious amounts of food, drink and football. How are you set for Christmas? Oh, I fucking love Christmas, Drew. So all your shopping done? Oh, it's all right. I'd like to get it all done early. Enjoy it. Take in the atmosphere. Nice one. I'm the complete opposite. I've barely anything done, so <laughs> need to get my finger out. So we'll talk a bit about your team and Christmas kind of FPL later, but for now we'll get stuck into game week 17. So let's get stuck into game week 17. How was it for you? Um, it was an average enough game week, Drew. I finished on 50 points. Um, I dropped 2k in rank to 15k overall. So how did I get on? I'd Kane captain for 10 with the late assist, which I was glad of in the end. Uh, Jimenez scored a goal and got some bonus for nine. Sané played very well, got two assists for ten. I had Matt Doherty with his clean sheet and Philippe Anderson had an assist. I think he got me six points as well. And then I had Balbuena and Bennett staring at me on the bench, so I didn't get their points. But I suppose going forward, I was I was happy enough. It shows I'm in a good enough place and I have a bit of strength on my bench. So looking forward to the Christmas period. Happy days. So you were yeah. you were a few points above the average. Yeah. You're still inside the top 20k. Yeah. Uh, do you have high hopes for the rest of the season? Like how high do you think you can go? How high do I think? Well, as I was yeah. saying to you the last time we were speaking, I like really think I can do the 10k. But I, I really think I can achieve 5k now. That's my goal. So top 5k, I'm going to be absolutely delighted. Top 10k, I'm going, going to be pretty cool. happy too. But I, I I think I'll get there. So that's me. I think. Um, and how did you get on in your game week through? It was similar enough to yours. I got 59 points, so just a little bit more. Um, the average was 43, so as long as you're a few above the average, you know, yeah. you can't complain too much. Uh, I've actually moved up to 558 overall, so delighted with that. That's serious. And I was in top inside the top 1,000 for a good while last year, but I think this yeah. might actually be my highest rank ever. Yeah. So that's nice. And you've never been this high at this time of the year, surely, have no. you? No, and I'm kind of the opposite to you. I usually have a flying start and yeah. I might kind of be caught by the end. I don't know what I do by the end. I just bottle it a little bit. But to be in this position now is uh, is great. So I had a lot of the same players as you. Uh, yeah. The big difference was I had Hazard who kind of cancelled out Sané. It was quality. Yeah. Uh, he's going nowhere in my team now. He's one of those... Uh, it's like musical chairs with the yeah. premiums, you know, trying to decide who to keep, who to get rid of. He, but he actually looks the most essential now, doesn't he? Just with the fixtures and he's yeah. playing up front and he has everything really, doesn't he? Yeah, and he's also he's reasonably priced. I think I got him in at the ten and a half million. So yeah, it's looking like serious value. Yeah, so no plans to get rid of him. Uh, I had a few points on my bench, like yourself. I had Camarasa, yeah. Dean, you got an assist and Bennett's clean sheet. But yeah. I don't think you can really complain about like he's always going to be my third sub. Yeah, unless the other lads and, and, have horrific. And pictures. I do definitely think like early on the season, you like a different stage of season, you might get so annoyed with so many points on your bench. But I think this part of the season, it it is a positive. So it is like, yeah, yeah. it kind of shows you're you're well set up for yeah. the, the busy period ahead. Definitely. So similar enough game weeks, nothing massive. You weren't here for my monster game week the week oh, before. Yeah. Where 
Tell got us more. 103 points. Well, oh my god! I only mentioned it about six times <laughs> on the last podcast, so I think we needed to mention it. Still, any time you break 100, it needs to be mentioned, especially in a game week where there was people getting 30 and 40 points. So exactly, and even if it's weeks amazing. later, you can keep mentioning. Yeah. <laughs> so overall, happy enough with the week I was. Yeah, I was relatively content. I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't ecstatic. I was, I was really happy with the Saturday and things just went downhill on the Sunday. But I think that was the same for most managers. So I think nearly everybody I've talked to it was the yeah. same. It was a good Saturday. And then yeah. the fixtures were actually promising enough. A lot of people yeah. had big hitters coming out, but yeah. not a lot materialized. And, unless you had Hazard, I suppose. Yeah. Anytime you're hitting 50 points, really, you have to be relatively pleased, don't you? Like, it's just onwards and upwards. Exactly. So on to our weekly roundup of all the action. Uh, we'll just fly through how all the games went from an FPL point of view. So we'll start with City against Everton. So 3-1 City, comfortable yep. win. Uh, Jesus got two goals, which stood out. Do you think that makes him an option now or will um, he decrease Aguero's? Uh, I definitely, th- I don't know if minutes. he'll decrease Aguero's starts, but he'll definitely decrease his minutes. So will I see Aguero start tonight, so I wouldn't be at all surprised if um, Aguero starts, if uh, Jesus starts at the weekend. Yeah, Sterling was on the bench, but he, he managed to he come still, on. Still and scored still Salah, didn't he? Yeah, he came on and nicked a goal. Yeah. That kind of brings an end to, you know, that mad theory going around that Sterling, if he doesn't start, he just stays on the bench. Yeah, and that's that, it. That never made any sense to me because, like, he's one of those players, like, you know, he's, he's great explosive. Option. Someone yeah. to bring on the last 30 minutes. tired legs. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you want to bring him on? Yeah. I don't know if there was any kind of maths or stats behind that but I always thought it was a weird yeah strange all right, a weird one yeah. from an Everton point of view uh, Dina got another assist yeah nice cross into I was going to say I was like as I said I thought Sané was absolutely quality I think he's a great option I was looking at the penalty area touches I think he was second only to Jesus the last four weeks so he's definitely a serious option and he seems to be quite nailed he was rested again tonight but it was it was the Everton players that really stood out for me like Dine and Richarlison were the two of them. Richarlison could have had two goals. Yeah. And Dine just cross after cross after cross. Every game, it's the same. So many chances created. And um, there's a massive fixture swing for Everton coming up. So I just think they're a super option. I said, we'll ignore this Spurs game. And after that, what's the next four? Is it Burnley away, Brighton away, Leicester at home, Bournemouth at home? I think we really need to invest in some 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 Everton options going forward. Cool. I have two of them. And... I think Richarlison's a season keeper. He's just one of those you're going to have to deal with the ups and downs and there will be plenty of them. Yeah. So he is going to get you a haul every few games. He's going to blank every second or third game. But at his price and just... He's coming in for me for the for the Burnley game. You don't have him? No, I don't have him. I've never had him. And Amateur. I took a hit with, I took a hit with Guilty because I went on the underlying statistics and I'm pretty old school and Guilty's a he's an FPL legend, so he is. But... Um, <laughs> No, it was the wrong option. And one other reason why I'm definitely getting Richardson is in is I think he's over seventy percent owned among the top ten K. Okay. And so. a lot of things so and a lot of the good good players is everyone seems to own him. So it's 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 too big a risk not to own him in my opinion. And I think he's great value anyway, and I think he's gonna he's gonna pay his way as the season goes on. KDB was on the bench and I see he scored a screamer tonight. Oh, he's going to seven million. Do you think yeah. he's going to start coming onto people's radars? Yeah, I think people are saying he'll start at the weekend. I don't know about that, but I think definitely in the next one or two game weeks, he's similar price to Sané, isn't he? And he's, he's definitely, everyone's Sané and Sterling. I think KDB is definitely a serious option now as well. One to watch though for a few weeks. Yeah, it would definitely like I'd never bring in someone straight away after a serious injury, but that's a second. Probably. Yeah. Injury of the season, so that's it. But he, he's that good. He def- he's definitely one touch the watch list, isn't he? Cool. So we'll move on. Yeah. Uh, there was a load of one nils, so we shouldn't right. have too much no, to say. Quicker, we'll start yeah. with Palace one nil against Leicester. 
um, Milajovic. Absolute cracker from Milajovic or Milajovic. Yeah, was a was a great strike. So oh, some goal. I was actually um, looking at a stat. I think I'd seen it on Twitter. I don't even know if it's true, but it says that since he's moved to Palace, he's been the top scorer since he arrived at the club. Oh, I read that, which so is pretty see. impressive for a defensive midfielder. Yeah. Well, is he a defensive midfielder? But he takes penalties, but uh, set pieces. Yeah, still. So, Still, it's when not you people like that, no. Palace are, is no, it like Benteke and the boys? Yeah, yeah. Um, did you see that story about your man Sorlot? Oh, right. that's great. Yeah. One of his um, vaguely yeah. captain of. I don't know if it was true or not, but it's actually one of the best things that's happened oh, this that's season. That what did he say? Palace. He was he was thinking about him every time he came on. Yeah, like he he <laughs> thought more about that guy than he did his own. <laughs> and how he was trying to reward him for making him his captain and having faith in him. Oh yeah. I think it was someone messing, but yeah. I don't know though. I hope it was hope true. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool name though. Teams yeah, Townsend got the assist. I don't really yeah, know if it you was can call that an assist. No, but an assist was it to pass it to my hand? Paper was. Uh, I think it was the first time Palace have won without Zaha. Is that true? Are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> well, it could be. I think I've seen that. One thing to note going forward: Madison was subbed at half time, and Palace said that was tactical reasons. Mm. The golden boy is uh, yeah. <laughs> devastated. <laughs> Hashtag Mads. Yeah. But uh, I, I was having a look at Palace. I've no real interest in any of them except for Wan Bissaka. Yeah. Might get him back in just at the price. He is a good option. But I don't think the fixtures for Palace or Leicester are any good, really. I don't think they yeah. have any. No, the, the fixtures aren't great, great. But I will say something, and people aren't mentioning it at all. I was looking at the defensive stats, and they both are very, very low for expected goal conceded. Their last five or six game weeks, they're in the top. Lowest four or five teams. I think Palace actually have. I couldn't believe. It. I think they've three clean sheets in their last five, and they're the third lowest XGC, which I was shocked by. So, Basaka is still is still a good option if you're. Yeah, I can't believe I got rid of him. You yeah, know? neither can I. I was always said he was there for the season, yeah. and then. But I was very surprised with that because I don't remember seeing them. Were they so erratic against West Ham? They just was that the game. They just fell to pieces. Yeah, it's just. That block of red fixtures. Remember they yeah. were playing a load of tough ones, tough games. Yeah, you could have just benched them and. And he got a clean sheet against United in one of those games, yeah. so it wasn't all lost. And, and Vardy again, how did that not go in? It was some save yeah, from Guedes. Yeah. I was like, don't know. I, see, I thought it was in, even looking at it the second time, I thought it was in. But, um, but yeah, no, no real interest in Leicester players, even though they on paper they've a, a load of no Chilwell's out injured, options. but Vardy's underlying stats are decent. Madison creates lots of chances, but we don't even know if he'll be in the team. They've a load of like real. Uh, Middle of the road guys though, don't yeah. they? Like uh, Ian Acho, Man Gazal, guys like Demiri Gray. I always yeah. think he's someone that could be in my team. He's always on the fringes of, not even on my watch list, but on the edge of of my watch list. None of them really are are nailed enough or are doing enough to really consider. So we'll move on from yeah. that game. Yeah, uh, yeah. Newcastle won one nil away to Huddersfield. Oh, this was the headline. There is Rondon. Rondon. That's a lot of my notes were here. This is an absolutely terrible game. Huddersfield again, dominated possession. I don't know, 73, 74% possession. I think I read that it was the highest amount of possession for a losing team this season. But they're like that the whole thing. They've just no one up front at all, have they? No, like they, just they probably have the two worst strikers in the history of the Premier League, like as a <laughs> as a duo. Yeah. De Patra and Mounier. Mounier. Like, they, have they scored a goal between them this season? I don't know. Even even watching it, he's not a striker, but but Pritchard looks their best striker and he's a, a midfielder. Do you know yeah, what I mean? he looked quite dangerous. Yeah, he's always dangerous and he's always, he gets a bright few pens here he touches and if someone's going to score a goal, it's probably going to be him. The only thing I will say about Huddersfield is my man Aaron Moy is out till February. Brought him in for these couple of games <laughs> and he's gone for the whole thing. It's an absolute disaster. But we'll talk about it there. Yeah, you think if you were, what's his name, David Wagner, is it? Or yeah. whatever he's called, would 
be able to see that he needs a proper number nine. And oh, there's like plenty of guys in the championship where oh, I think that you would you oh, could give a go to because oh, the two so boys goals, like they're like unnaturally bad. It's not yeah. like they're unlucky or you know over the, since yeah. they've been promoted they've. But there's there's Bradley Dack at Blackburn or Neil Mayfield at Brentford. Them kind of players like they'd be well worth. 15, 20 million, well worth taking a risk. So it is. Yeah, like proper finishers. Like yeah. the two boys just couldn't hit a barn door. But uh, but Rondon, one chance. It was actually a great counter attacking goal, wasn't it? It was, Love yeah. Him. You Love mentioned him. him on the last pod as uh, your number one <laughs> out of it replacement. And I did laugh at you. You made a good case for him. But since then, Scouts. he's done well now. He well, has. He's getting a good few mentions on Scout and different yeah. things. So he, he has did. four goals and an assist in his last six games. Yeah. He's four goals all season. But like, they've the only the thing six. I will say, as I said, He's surely, surely he'll do something against Fulham. Fulham are fecking atrocious at the back. But what I will say, I think there was, there's a fixer swing coming up. So he mightn't be someone to They're consider. They're rough, yeah. Like yeah. they have Liverpool, United and Chelsea yeah. in the next five. So if you got him in, when, you, when I said to get him in, then happy days. Yeah. Oh, then I don't know. Flip side, Huddersfield's fixtures are lovely. They've Southampton, Fulham, Burnley and Cardiff in the next yeah. five. Like on paper, you can't get four better fixtures. Now maybe Southampton are going to improve, but... Yeah. Fulham, Burnley and Cardiff. That's why I There's think... just no one to get. <laughs> yeah, if you're getting... I think if you need... I don't know, it might be worth investing in their defence. But they still seem... They have a really low XGC, but they still manage to concede, lose most games 1-0, don't they? Yeah. But uh, Chris Lova, or Lowe, yeah. is a really good option. He's 4.4 now, and he's on a lot of the set pieces and corners and different Schindler's things. Schindler's not out. bad either. Schindler's a good one too. But, uh, I have here Lossel maybe as my goalie because yeah. I'm looking for a replacement for Patricio. Well, I'm Richard. looking for a Ryan replacement yeah. and Lossel is in. I'll, I'll tell you my other two later. We might talk about it. But okay. Pritchard 4.8 looks like a decent option. And yeah. even Billing is, you know. Yeah, he's there. there but just, he's, he always has a few good shots and creates yeah. a few Some chances. Some man for a long range yeah. crack, isn't he? But, yeah. Right, so on to Spurs against Burnley and this one broke a lot of people's hearts. Yeah. Uh, Spurs had all of the the ball and most of the game but just couldn't really break down Burnley they didn't have that many big chances though they didn't really have that many chances on target either no, like no. I, this is the first time in a long time I thought I thought Burnley defended really well and I thought like yeah Spurs had shots and stuff but they never really looked like scoring did they until, until the big change was when Ericsson came on with 15-20 minutes ago yeah. not even that he got the goal but he completely him and Son completely changed the game so he did it yeah, so the two boys on the bench um, I remember last season you could kind of rely on that Spurs front four yeah. It would have been Kane, Delhi, Ericsson and Son. Mm-hmm. And they would have started most games. But they, they have a little bit more strength and depth now. And does that mean you'd be less likely to think of getting guys like the midfield trio in? Or yeah, are you know. still going to look to get... I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm not going to get Son in now anyway because he's gone in a few weeks. But uh, Ericsson needs to be playing, doesn't he? They're so much better with Son, Son and Ericsson and Annie yeah. as well, I suppose. It's 9.3 million. It's like yeah. a, he's a tricky enough price yeah. to fit in. And I suppose when Trippier's playing now, he's probably not on as much set pieces. But definitely, even if he's not in your FPL team, for Spurs' perspective, they need to play him every week, don't they? Yeah. And like, I don't uh, know. Us Kane captainers got out of jail with that late assist. Late assist. was good assist. Yeah, it wasn't like him. Like, do you know, he... he took the ball in and yeah, passed it straight away. Usually his first uh, instinct is just to I, control it and shoot. Yeah. But was, I, I'm the opposite to everyone him. though. Everyone was giving him so much abuse on Twitter. But like watching the game, I thought he could have had, he could have had three assists. Like, and I thought that he should have had a penalty that he won. And if he got that, he probably would have got goal, penalty, bonus points and nobody would be saying a thing. Yeah. And watching the match, he was still dangerous chances going across the box. He was right three, two, three yards out of the, out like just there. And if the ball could have easily went to him and rebounded in, I still think he's going to get goals going forward. But I think the big thing is 
you need Ericsson and Son in the first eleven. When uh, what's your man Moore is playing, Kane doesn't seem to be the same player he's not as far forward. No, he's no. kind of trying he's to like create. A, he drops a Wayne Rooney as towards the end of his career, isn't he? Yeah, but I think a lot of people just had goal signs in their eyes when they seen Tottenham home to Burnley. Do you know they're yeah. gonna go to town. Kane's gonna score two or three. And yeah. To be honest, I was just relieved he got an assist. Yeah. I said it last week. I was happy with it. If your captain gets any kind of attack and return, especially 100%. when it's that late and it looks like he's going to blank, yeah. I'll always take it as a positive. So that wraps up the first half of the games. Yeah, when we come back, we'll look at the second half. Yep. Okay, so on to the second half of the week's action. Um, we'll start at Watford and Cardiff. Five-goal thriller. And some serious goals at that. There was, yeah. Like, Was there three goals from outside the box? Yeah. Watford crazy. really in cruise control, weren't they, until the last 15, 20 minutes? Yeah, and it really put me off uh, their defensive assets, even yeah. though they have some nice fixtures coming up. But I thought yeah. if Cardiff can score two goals against them away and... Not sign, is I it? had a look like they've had no clean sheet in seven. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. So there's not many Watford players I, I want. Now, your man got another goal, Holabas. Oh, still, uh, still trolling you from the start of the season. Oh, no. I but like 4.7 million. Still any interest? Like, or? He creates so many chances. He's just such a card magnet, isn't he? Like, you yeah. don't know. He's, he's either going to get zero or, or, or 10, isn't he? And they're just I, not going to keep I the think he's, he's a decent option. They've got decent fixtures, but I just don't trust him defensively. Cool. Uh, Delefeu got a oh. goal and an assist. Looked very good throughout. Watching the highlights, different quality. You can see he has that real bit of Barca class about him, doesn't he? It was some finish. The only thing about Delefeu, like he looked absolutely amazing there today, but at times he can look a little bit lazy and he's not the most efficient player in the world, but he did look more than quality. He played 90 minutes, but he often yeah. gets hauled off as well. Yeah, I don't think he even started the last game, did he? Yeah, so yeah. I've no interest in any Watford lads and just when I'm looking for a break in the fixtures or for someone who has good fri- fixtures even, yeah, they have some of the better ones, but I think I'm just going to have to ignore them. Yeah. Uh, speaking of ignoring Cardiff for a team that I'm always going to ignore, I think this season other than uh, Camarasa who finally Camarasa, got an attack yeah. and return for the first time in a few weeks. Yeah, all the underlying stats, but he hadn't been doing much, but he finally got there. Just one quick mention about Cardiff is um, Sean Morrison. I think every time I check up the underlying statistics for defenders, he's there with touches in the box, chances created, attempts. So he could be someone to look at. Yeah. Is he, what is he, 4.5, 4.6? Well, not sure, but they really uh, load up on the long throws and he's up yeah. in the box for every one of them. Yeah. So. I, I would say he's their best option, to be honest. Better than Camarasa. Better than Camarasa. Oh, better than full statement. Patterson. And Junior Hoylet scored another screamer. Oh my God, he's done that twice this yeah, season like now. Both. This one was even better, wasn't Fired it? Fired into the top corner. Yeah. But uh, five million, I've no interest in him. No. So we move on to yeah. Wolves and Bournemouth. And on paper, that was a, a cracking, cracking game, game between both. two exciting teams. But Bournemouth created nothing. They really miss Callum Wilson. Yeah, 2-0 to Wolves. Uh, it was a real counter-attacking masterclass. Like, yeah. I often expect Wolves to have a lot of the ball at home, but Bournemouth had all the ball. Didn't really do much with it, did they? No, not really. And Wolves just got them on the break twice. Uh, two, decent, two decent goals on the break. Jimenez, another goal. Uh, Yotta with another assist. Yotta was looking great, yeah. But then he came off at half time, so we wanted to just monitor with the injury front. And did you see, oh my God, Costa, it was so infuriating. Did you see him? <laughs> oh, what, what an idiot. All he had to do was roll it across to Jimenez for... Another goal for us. It was a nice assist, though, for Cavalero. Yeah. So he kind of made up yeah, for it. Yeah, he did make up for it. But still, Cavalero had a fair bit to do. He managed to finish well, didn't he? Yeah, our own team's point of view, I had Patricio. So 
I'm yeah. on here every week moaning about no clean sheets. So I finally got a clean sheet. And do you get your bonus or a save point as well? I think. Don't know to be honest. I think he got seven. Yeah, yeah. But I'm the only person in the world without Doherty. You have Doherty. Oh, he's an absolute legend. It's rare he gets a cleanie though. Getting points for cleanies. Yeah, like he's just. I keep saying it. He's just essential, but I can't fit him in, so yeah. <laughs> I have to go without. As you said, Wilson was on the bench. There was a lot of. Uh, I think. Fraser guesswork and Fraser you know, playing as I don't I didn't even know so I think Fraser might be playing as a nine rather than on the wing and he needs to be really right. no yeah but the fact that Wilson came on and seems to have come through unscathed means I'll be, be keeping him in for Brighton now yeah, definitely for the Brighton game but then they have two tough fixtures after that so I'm, yeah. as I said I'm not going to move out uh, Wilson but I'm definitely thinking of, of getting rid of Fraser Wolves are a strange team because I was looking at their fixtures in between weeks 21 and 29 they? they only play City yeah. They actually have a nice run oh, between 21 and 29. But, but I think if you have Wolves players, you're either going to have them now or you're not. There's not many you know, guys no. on the fringes you'd be looking to get in. Your man started again, did he? That Gibbs White. Gibbs White, he looks no. quality, so he does 4-2, no. 4-3. 4.3 million, he's yeah. probably not a bad option. But he's not going to start every game. And he's going, if, but, but if he's playing 60 minutes, or he's the kind of player, he could come on for 30 minutes and, and do, do something. something. He, looks, he looks like he's going to be a serious talent going forward. Yeah, but... Like, Wolves are a strange team. Like they've a lot of nice looking players, but very few players I'm interested in. Yeah. So I'm probably going to just stick with I stick stick with Dots, and, uh, Doherty and Rao with him, and as you can't go wrong, yeah. and Bennett as a third sub. Like exactly. So right. we move on to yeah. Fulham and West Ham, and Fulham yeah. couldn't <laughs> score against West Ham, which doesn't say a lot about yeah. them. I think it's in, their in first clean sheet in a long time. Two things say about Fulham. First, Fulham. They were very decent enough going forward in the first half. Kamara could have had a couple of goals. Like, if he got that first one, it could have been a big difference. And he was by far their most dangerous player. But, oh my God, they're so bad at the back. West Ham just... West Ham looked like they won 2-0, but they looked... If Fulham had scored, they could have just scored a couple more. Yeah, your man Snodgrass at it again. He oh, he's quality. He's two goals and three assists in his last four. And at 5.4 million, he's an absolute bargain. Absolute bargain. And he's, he's done it before at Hull. I remember he was an essential early at Hull there for a while. But the thing is, he's, I think he's only had three or four shots the last four game weeks and he scored two goals. But I wouldn't be worried about that. At Villa, like, he was always liable to score a few goals from outside the box. But it's the creativity where Snoddy's all about. He's taking the corners, he's taking the set pieces, he's whipping the balls in yeah. from the right. And with Yarmolenko out, I think he's pretty nailed going forward. I can't see anyone taking his place. Yeah, he's one of those, like you always say, he's going to outperform his XG because he takes yeah. on all sorts of shots from outside the box and yeah. weird angles. And yeah. So I wouldn't worry about that no, at he's, all. He's, 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 he's a great choice. Whether he's a better choice than Anderson is another thing. But, yeah, uh, Antonio scored. Uh, yeah, it was a good finish, nice little touch and good finish. But I don't know, um, Andy Carroll is back and on I would look at a lot of the West Ham forums and it looks like that Arnautovic is out this game week he could be on the bench the next week and he's definitely going to be back for Burnley so okay so they they have lots of options yeah. in the attacking areas and kind of put me off cheek on it as well those nice uh, fixtures seem to be going on forever yeah you're looking at it and you're just like like between oh game weeks 18 and 31 they yeah. play Arsenal Pool and City everything else is actually yeah quite kind it's unbelievable isn't it so could you could nearly treble up on West Ham even though I'd well treble up as I said I have Anderson and Snoddy and I'd like it with them both picks I have Balbuena who actually got man of the match eventually the great game so he had but Fabianski is the third one I'd want yeah very good so we'll go on to Brighton and Chelsea Chelsea yeah. won 2-1 tricky place to go and get three points so good yeah, win for them Brighton are a completely different team at home aren't they uh, the Eden Hazard show again 
all in an assist just different quality wasn't he he's uh, punishing the non-owners yeah I'd love to have him myself and he's someone I'm thinking about bringing back in and and would you say he's essential now that he's playing up front because I didn't think that that would necessarily suit him it didn't really suit him under Conte did it no since he's he's went up there the last couple of games he's uh, he's looking very dangerous I don't think any of the premiums are essential but he's the close essential as you get he's someone I really really want in my team but I'm not going to take a hit to get him in very good and Sully March got the goal that's, for Brighton he's yeah. only 5 million and he, I think he, he's a good option he's, he, he's a great option that's what I was going to say again you're talking about Snoddy he got, he got the goal so he did but it's the assist potential he's underlying statistics he's like creates so many chances and yeah, I think he's uh, a, a goal and 5 assists this season but he, yeah. he's on a lot of set pieces Yeah, he's a lovely delivery and I think I said it before Dave like a lot of big men who are good yeah. in the air you know he has people to hit Dunk again Dunk could have got another one he's He's a good option, isn't he? Yeah. Even if they concede every game, he's still a good option. He could score seven, eight goals in, in the season. Yeah. And then I suppose the shock maybe of the weekend was uh, Ralph hasn't hooked Southampton <laughs> doing it against Arsenal. They ended their uh, oh. long unbeaten streak. Uh, they played, what was it, 17 games? I don't know, it was a lot though, wasn't it? I think it could, could have been 22. 22. Well, uh, yeah, they lost serious. their first two games of the season. I don't think yeah. they've lost since. Oh my God. Just yeah. crazy. But uh, Danny Ings came back from injury oh. and. And there were two quality finishes. Usually, like his XG is through the roof, and he hasn't scored. But these were two quality, so they were serious headers. Yeah, so I got him out because he was injured, but he could be a guy to get back in. Do you know, at his it price. really hurts me to say it after Kirk's. Kirk's just <laughs> absolutely loves Danny Ings, but he really looks like a great option. And yeah. Hootle is a lot more expansive than Mark Hughes. I think it's going to suit him. I think Kirk has an unnatural obsession with him, though. I don't. Yeah, think, you know. Uh, but Whether still, he scores or not, he would still be uh, insisting on bringing him in or making him our captain. So, Charlie yeah. Austin scored. Uh, not really going to get him no. in. Babiang had a serious amount of chances. Yeah, well. and Mkhitaryan scored too. Yeah, and uh, the first one was a nice finish, wasn't it? 6.7 million. And just with Arsenal's upswing in fixtures, yeah. I was looking at who could you get in from them because their defence isn't great until uh, Kolasinic came onto the scene yeah. a couple of games ago. Lacazette's minutes seem to be getting managed now yeah. so it was really only Aubameyang I was looking at do you think Mkhitaryan can Mkhitaryan could be an option into the equation Torreira could be an option that yellow card is putting me off I'm like stuff yeah. like that really puts me off and it probably shouldn't but it, yeah is but Mitrovic still on four yellow cards yeah, yeah Mitrovic he's, is on four yeah. on his, that uh, could be like Costa a few seasons yeah. ago do you remember he was on four for like half yeah, the season and Lance didn't get him in yeah. and but, he just smoked a load of people but, Actually, one quick thing there, I know we're in a hurry, but the underlying statistics with, with Arsenal, the defensive underlying statistics improved so much since Torreira has come in, and I'm looking at them on, on Scout, on the statistics, the members area, but as, as soon as I watched them on the eye test, they still look just absolutely terrible. Yeah. Like, I thought Leno was very poor for the Austin header. I read high, couldn't I? I just, I just think they look, they look so poor at the back, even though the statistics are, are down otherwise. Okay, so that brings an end to our coverage of the oh. only nine games we need to look at for the weekend. What about this? What about this other one? Was there not one more game? True, no? Which game? Oh, I don't know. What about Pool and United, the big one? Do we have to talk yeah. about that? <laughs> right. right, go on. You fly well, through it. Right. Go on. right. I, I don't have much to say. All I'll say to you is 36 shots. 36 shots and no Salah returns. What does that say to you? Yeah. You nearly got an assist. Yeah. It would have been a bit dodgy. Now, in fairness, I couldn't really argue with it. I'm I'm really thinking of getting rid of him. I'll talk about it when yeah. we're looking ahead to week 18. Very good. Anything else you noticed in that match? Uh, I, was, uh, I thought Robert was absolute quality. So yes, uh, Robertson. Yeah. Robertson. I think he created four chances. He might create the most chances in the game. But I just thought he had a really really good game. Allison had an absolute disaster. So it was a, it was a very bad mistake for the Lingard goal. 
nothing else really. Shakiri, surely a good fifth midfield option. He started the last five games before this one, and surely he's he's pretty nailed on to start now after that, is he? He's gonna get enough minutes to justify having him. Uh, he's probably he's more of a fourth midfielder, is he? Yeah. He's a bit expensive to be your fifth. Yeah, maybe midfielder. fifth. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. What is he? Seven plus. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, no, he's so definitely. He probably he's is, a, but he's definitely not a fifth. Midfielder. I think he's gonna start enough games, and he just he showed he can do stuff off the bench. So yeah, he I'm might be able to, to watch. I think their fixtures are quite tricky though yeah. over Christmas. Well, so. we'll just end on this. I just have what my one note here. God, United are terrible. So we can just leave it at that. <laughs> they were. So how are you set up for week eighteen? Yeah, I think I'm set up okay. I actually did an early transfer, which I never do. I wanted to beat the price rise because I had a few things planned. So I brought in one of my all-time heroes, Robert Snodgrass, for (laughs) um, Aaron Mai, who's out till next February. So that was an easy enough move. So I'm really happy I have a a fifth midfielder that I'm happy to start now. So he's straight in, starting against Watford. And for the captain, I was him and Han about the captains, but I see there tonight, Sané wasn't even in the squad. And it's after going to extra time penalty. So I'm absolutely delighted here just after seeing that. So... I'm captain in Sané against Crystal Palace, and at the moment I have device on Felipe Anderson Watford at home. Very good, very efficient, very yeah. definite. Yeah, you know, you're all sorted. Yeah, that's what you have to be. No, uh, you've one transfer. Uh, I have, uh, yeah, I've one transfer, and I'm okay. using it. Yeah, and I have my three Liverpool lads on the bench for second and third. Wolves, so three Wolves lads. Oh. Very sorry, uh, they're playing Liverpool at home. Jimenez, Doherty, and Bench. Out of curiosity, who are you playing instead of Doherty? Who am I playing instead of Doherty? I'm playing Balbuena, Watford at home, Robertson, Wolves away, and Alonso, Leicester. No real arguments. Um, I'm struggling a little bit this week because I have two transfers, as always, and I never know how to use them all. So what I'm thinking is, again, I'm I'm big into this premium musical chairs, and I don't think you should just kind of dip in and out of them yeah like i think you should pick who you want stick with them if they blank for a game or two not the end of the you world. pick them for a reason totally agree but then there's a danger that you stay with them too long like i think there is a middle ground and maybe yeah. sometimes i don't get out quick enough so i brought in kane a few games ago i wasn't as impressed with him last time as you were you thought like Joan. i wasn't impressed with how he was grand you, you thought he was better than everyone other else people. i thought yeah. he was yeah not necessarily impressed so again i really want sterling in my team it's a uh, it's not great that he had to come on and play. Did he play 50-ish minutes tonight? Yeah, 55 minutes, yeah. Like he was on the bench and I was thinking if he comes on at the very end or doesn't really have to play, I'm definitely going to bring bring him in. So I think I'm at the least going to get rid of Salah. I've had him since day one and this yeah. is, I'm going to bite the bullet and get rid of him, I think. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of that? <laughs> I don't know. Personally, I'd keep him for Newcastle at home afterwards, but I can totally see what you're doing. I actually think about getting rid of him after the Newcastle game. Yeah, you have Sane, so you yeah. have a little bit of a safety yeah, net. You need, no you need city. some city coverage, yeah. So, Wolves away, in my head, Liverpool could just uh, like tear them apart the way Wolves play. You know, they yeah. could be set up, they could be made for Liverpool. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I see returns for Salah in that, but I see maybe a goal or an assist I, I, I don't think Liverpool are going to win that by more than one or two but it's Liverpool they can yeah. be anyone can't they I think I kind of had a bit of recency bias just with the whole hat-trick and thinking oh yeah, yeah he's back but even I was watching back the highlights of that game and he got quite lucky to get a hat-trick yeah. you know, Bournemouth kind of handed them yeah. to him on a plate and just throughout the season he doesn't look as dangerous or as clinical he gives the ball away a lot he misses a lot yeah, of chances he's not as efficient as he was he's 13 million yeah, it's it's 13 million. He's a quality player. He's still one of the best players in FPL. I'm going to go 75%. I'm going to get rid of him for Sterling. Yeah. And I'm thinking of a second change, which I'm not as uh, 
into really. It's, I might get rid of Kane and get in Oba. And it's just that Burnley game at home is uh, catching my eye. I think that's a great captaincy option. I exactly, because I don't that. have a captaincy option that I'm happy with. I don't really want Kane away to Everton. Salah away to Wolves yeah, is a bit meh for me. Hazard home to Leicester maybe. Yeah. Uh, have you heard about his injury? Is it just a knock? Uh, he's or? going to be fine, so he is. I think he's going to be okay. They're pretty happy. As I said, Leicester are solid enough at the back. So, again, yeah. I see returns from Hazard, but I don't think he's going to go mad either. I was actually, I had, um, I was going to do the hokey hokey with uh, Bamiyang with the cane for one week, but. Um, I might do that, and I'm not usually a. Yeah. I don't like that. No, but it usually... makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. Only Aaron Mai got injured for the next <laughs> year. I probably would have done that. So yeah, like my captaincy <coughs> depends on whether I do one or two of those transfers. Yeah. So it's Salah and Kane out for Sterling and Oba. Sounds pretty One good of them me. as my captain and we'll yeah. see how it goes. Or you might just do the Salah to Sterling. Your team's in such a good position that you can afford to do something like that. Like you don't really have that many other players yeah. to fight, you know? Nothing. I'm also thinking of doing a mini wildcard as well. I might have the two transfers. I could do three Yeah, but if I, if I can find something that I need to do. Like I might get rid of Patricio finally. But uh, yeah. we'll have another look. It's still quite early in the go, week, go, isn't it? To yeah. Nail your colours to the mast. I don't like... Goalies, goalies are such a low early. ceiling as well, Drew. I, I don't know if I'd be taking, taking a hit for a goalie. So that's it. Hopefully yeah. uh, more green arrows and we can go into the top 50 maybe this week and you know, talk about it next week. Win some bongos at the end of the season. Bongo. We'll have a very quick look at two of our weekly segments. So we have our uh, Renegades poll yep. where we're looking for that captaincy pick that won't be very popular but has a chance of uh, scoring big so yeah. we're on a bit of a roll three in a <laughs> row have got returns it's pretty impressive uh, Felipe Anderson won last week he only got an assist but as long as we keep the points coming in yeah, I'm happy that. this week I have picked Ings just jumping on that bandwagon after scored a brace against Arsenal Look Look good he's away to Huddersfield yeah. you have gone for I've gone for Felipe Anderson Watford at home Typical Willy move. Like, <laughs> Very safe and sensible. Well. Yeah, but just when I've seen it on paper, you just know that that's the one that people are going to vote for and you're just going to win. That's why I picked it. <laughs> yeah, every week. So Felipe is currently winning the poll with 71%. So nice. he's going to run away with it and uh, be our captain for the second time in a row. Kirk's being Kirk's. Kirk's picked Aaron Ramsey home to Burnley now. <laughs> Obviously, it's a great fixture, but... Is he even going to play? Who knows? I don't know. So we'll be hoping that uh, Felipe does something against Wofford and keeps our little run going. Pretty, like pretty we said, Wofford have no clean sheets in seven. So. No. And they, they, all they know is how to attack. It's just going to be a good game, isn't it? It could be 3-2 West Ham or something like yeah. that. I think he's going to be involved. And uh, we keep this even shorter. So our, our Renegade squad has been going pretty well for a long time, but we had our second defeat at the weekend. We lost yeah. 68-66, and our record is now seven wins, two losses. But speak to me about the budget. The budget is killing oh, us. The budget is screwing us over. You know, 100, 100 million, million. Budget, yeah I don't know do you think we can actually uh, beat anyone going forward <laughs> I don't know like, like, what's your team value mine's is nearly 105 million yeah mine's 104.5 yeah and I'd say a lot of people like I don't really look, you don't look at team value really, I look at you? it but I don't really well, some people like surf the rises and yeah, they just kind yeah. of bring lads in and I don't really do that, but I think if you get the right people in at the right time you're going to yeah. just naturally catch rises to increase, yeah. but if on average, people even have 102, 103. Yeah. Like we were a couple of million would plus. even make a big difference. It's an extra to player. player. Yeah. So I don't know if we're going to have to bend the rules a bit and. Yeah. Or maybe we'll try one more week. Like we were two, two points off winning. Yeah. yeah. We got a bit lucky with Ings. And if we picked the right 11 among our squad, like our team, we still would have won. So we would. So I don't know. Maybe yeah. give it a few more weeks. So the prize is still a 50 euro Amazon voucher nice. and a Renegades mug. Yeah. 
<laughs> that always makes me laugh. <laughs> so we'll put out a post during the week. If you have any interest in playing us, just uh, declare your interest in some way and we'll pick one at random. Yeah. Uh, the guy in the lead bet us by four points. So surely he can beat that. Yeah, someone, and especially as like as the season goes on and, and we the get budgets more and more screwed more. with the team value. So teams will be beating us by twenty or thirty points. Exactly. So. Keep an eye out for it anyway. <laughs> so really, we actually have some listeners' questions this week. So no way. I hope you brought your thinking cap. And yep. King Kelly sixty nine, long time listener, asks, <laughs> "Who are the best captaincy options this week?" And we briefly discussed it there. There are a lot of options, but maybe nobody... No one's nailed on. Is there a lot of different... Not who I actually own, but like out of anyone, whether you own them or not, who is your number one captaincy option this week? I think if I owned him, Aubameyang would definitely be my captain. So I would... I've looked at a few stats and I see over the last four game weeks, he has an expected goal involvement of five, which is actually too clear of everybody else. And another stat I've seen that really caught my eye was against... um, bottom six teams he is averaging nine points a game this season so I know on the eye test Bernie look a bit more solid going forward but looking at the stats and stuff they're still poor enough for chances conceded and shots in the box and things like that they're still in the top three or four worse so I just think Aubameyang's the solid option the stats are saying it the eye test are saying it yeah he's not scoring goals and he's got an assist but he could have had so much more and I think it's just one of these things if you, if you own him I think you need to keep hold of him and you need to captain Bernie at home this week. And there seems to be talk of people just losing the faith in him and getting rid of He's him. He's in the top just, five most sold players. Which is just madness for that fixture. Yeah. These so, are some people you have playing FPL though, really. Just yeah, that's city. what kind of makes it a game that you can exploit though, isn't yeah, it? If everyone stupidity. was playing uh, perfectly, it would be no fun. Yep, true. So I'll probably go for Sterling. He's 99% going to be my transfer. I know it doesn't matter whether I have him or not. He should start. He's something like five goals and four assists in his last seven. He plays for Man City. They're playing Palace. Goals, goals. They don't really need to build him up too much. No. It shows you how much of a captaincy option I think he is. The last four weeks I've been talking about bringing him in. And this will probably be the week where I finally uh, bite the bullet and do it. So Raheem Sterling all the way. Definitely do it. So it. he's going to be on the bench now. Yeah. Next question comes in from Brendan Gleeson's beard, and he asks, "How many Man City players should we have at this point of the season?" Now I'm probably the wrong person to ask because I have zero. You have what? One. I've one, and to me, I think uh, two is probably ideal. The nice fixtures come farther forward, and they're City. Does it really matter about their fixtures? To me, I think Sane and Sterling are great options, and I'm after looking tonight. KDB is after scoring an absolute cracker, and. Surely he's a, he's, he's a good option now as well. I don't know if I triple up. You see people tripling up. I think two of the three, Sanis, Sterling, KDB, would be the way forward for me. I have no that. real interest in their defence. No. Since Mendy's been out, Walker's what? too expensive. I, I have no real interest in any other centre-halves. No. I, I think Laporte hasn't been a great pick. Everyone was like, oh, he's such a good pick. But like he's, he's a relatively low ceiling. They're mostly going to be getting the six points. And yeah. what if they won clean sheet in seven? So he's not even getting that at the moment. He's no real goal threat. Not a great bonus point magnet or anything. So Stones and Adamendi, you don't know who's going to who's play. Going to play. I think Stones is more nailed, but he's yeah. not nailed. If that makes yeah. sense. No. Maybe you could have Ederson if you want to just have a set and forget premium goalie. But it's like a you lot said, of money to be spending. Was it one clean sheet and seven? Yeah, and how many points are you going to be getting? You like he's not going to be getting your save points or bonus points, yeah. really, is he? In a city team. Jesus's upturn in form now is going to put me off getting Aguero in. Yeah, and at a time where. People are losing a bit of patience with Kane and Aubameyang. He could have been a great man, but yeah, like you said, I think they're probably going to share minutes. Yeah, she's coming into a bit of form, yeah. Even if 
Aguero starts most of the games, even when Jesus wasn't an option. Yeah, Aguero is still coming off. Yeah, he's definitely coming off at sixty now, isn't he? Because Jesus so is. I think I can actually, until I see otherwise, I'm going to avoid the city forwards. Yeah, I'm going to avoid the defense. I'm going to get Sterling in. I want Sané in. Sané. KDB Sané. probably will yeah. put me off the likes of uh, David Silva, Bernardo Silva, yeah, yeah. Gundogan. Do you know he's well, going to take minutes off them. Silva's could be out for a few weeks. And the thing about they were saying Bernardo Silva, he hasn't returned in his last three games, and like. You don't want a City midfielder that hasn't returned in three games. It just doesn't seem right, does it? Yeah. So to answer the question, I'd be happy with two. Yeah. Uh, you shouldn't have none. No. I'm doing something <laughs> wrong there, but yeah. I think two is probably a good amount awesome. for now. Yeah. The next question comes in from the Poker King, and it's quite topical, fresh. <laughs> Should we now be considering United players, after given the, uh, the new Jose is, is Gonzo? Oh, I was absolutely devastated, so I was. No real surprise now that it's <laughs> happened, but... Felt a little bit sorry for him. Did you? Yeah. Any uh, any ideas who they're going to get in? Um, I don't know. It's it's looking like um, anyway till the end of the season. It's looking like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer with Mike Phelan as a <laughs> makes absolutely no sense to me. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like such it? bollocks. But uh, I'll actually yeah. be really disappointed if that happens. Yeah. Um, I like Ole. In the long run, I, don't know if... I I would love Pochettino. He's the dream. I don't yeah. know if it could be a reality. I can see pros and cons. A lot of people are like. Oh, why would he leave Spurs? Uh, they have a way better team. They have their stadium. Yeah. But he gets absolutely no money for transfers, for wages. Like It'd be like playing football manager for him. Go to United and he just has a blank checkbook. He can go out and buy whoever he wants. You know, one of the biggest clubs in the world. He's, uh, he's on record as saying he would never manage Barca. You know, yeah. Proud Espanol man. Espanol man. So you're, you're talking United, Real Madrid. Oh, you're such a United head. <laughs> yeah. But you really are like do you know they are one of the biggest clubs he could manage now, I, I understand the I'm, cons but I don't know I think Spurs are a better team you think he'd stay they're a better squad and I think Spurs have strength and depth that they've never had before and could have a good run in the Champions League he not be getting a little bit pissed off though just not have they That's bought just, nobody in the summer did they no but still I don't know and they're not getting anyone in January either anyway but that's my dream they might go back in for that I don't want Sedan 40 million I um, kind of still have in my head Zidane fluke three Champions Leagues. Yeah, I don't know if he's... I know, if he's like, he inherited a team away, with I? Ramos, Varane, Modric, Tony Cruz, yeah. Ronaldo, Bale, Casemiro. Like, there's a big difference between sorting those lads out and sorting out like Fellaini, <laughs> Jones, Smalling, <laughs> Jay Lings. Lingard. Like, it's a totally different task and I don't know if he's shown... Nobody's shown that they can do that because like, that's three on the bounce that of, yeah. you know gone the same way anyway that's just me uh, going off on a tangent <laughs> hopefully get Pochettino I can't think of anything worse than uh, Solskjaer and uh, Mike Fiedel fucking Mike Fiedel <laughs> I don't know like, Solskjaer is what failed Cardiff manager and why are they doing this end of the season caretaker thing like unless they have some master plan anyway to get back to the question um, United players will you be looking at any of them now um, uh, I think I will who's his few midfielders I think Martial could be an option there if he's playing every week 7.3 million he does look dangerous but the one I'm really looking at he looks to be energetic he looks to be involved with everything is um, Marcus Rashford 6.9 million could be a could be a, a reasonable value striker option it's a what great think? price actually but would you not be worried both of them like to play in the same, same position? position yeah would one of them go up top or go out on the right I don't know uh, I don't know do you think the two of them couldn't play in the same team there's no reason why they can't but none of them ever do it when they're on the right I don't know why 
And did you see the fixtures though, Drew? Cardiff away, Huddersfield home, Bournemouth home, Newcastle away. Yeah. I suppose wait, wait and see, but definitely whichever one of them is, is playing 90 minutes, I'd definitely be interested in. One other one from left field is, uh, what about Mata? I see him there, 6.2 million. If he gets a run of games, like he's so creative and he's always liable to get a nick a goal as that, well. Yeah. Depends who comes in really, doesn't yeah. it? Um, he seems to get a bit of a raw deal when it comes to starts yeah. and you know, it seems to be easy to bench and easy to take off. I always loved him. I just such a nice guy. I loved him at Valencia. But uh, Chelsea. if he did get a run, like you said, at 6.2 million, he offers uh, kind of plenty. Any interest in any of the defenders? Loads of people are going mad for Lindelof, 4.8 million. I don't like no? Lindelof. No. It's, it's a cheap price, but United haven't shown any kind of uh, defensive resistance. The, the, you probably had a season. 5.7 is a bit steep. Young's the one on time I look at the games. No one really mentioned it, but he looks by far the most attacking, doesn't he? And he's, he's creating a lot of chances, swinging a lot of balls in. But I suppose now he's a defender as well. It's, yeah, that's too much money for a United defender. It is. Yeah. <laughs> so, wait and see. Yeah, so definitely wait and see. And I said, wait and see and have a look. Whoever between, if you say they're going to be in the same position, whoever between Martial and Rashford are starting to be interesting. I think... Rashford's really the one that I've noticed the last few weeks. He, he has been. looked good, and he's one of the few that actually seems to have been trying, and yeah. he's been getting returns. Yeah. But look at those fixtures: Cardiff, Huddersfield, Bournemouth, yeah. Newcastle. Then they have Spurs, but then Brighton, Burnley, Leicester, Fulham. Yeah, if there's ever a we time, we probably players. need to get a couple of United players in. Can you wait a game or two? I don't know. Cardiff and Huddersfield. Yeah. Like if they get Mike Freeland, just don't ever get any players. <laughs> I just can't understand that. <laughs> so uh, I think wait and see is the answer there. Yeah. Can't be any more yeah. concrete. Right, our last question comes in from Owen Burke, 2001. He's uh, having a fine season so far. He's in the top 5K <clears> and he wants to know when should he use his first wildcard? Well, um, I was talking to Drew off air about this one and he said uh, six weeks ago, Owen. So. <laughs> <laughs> why, but, why do you still have your wildcard? Yeah, but, that, uh, yeah, I don't know. Now that he does go on. Yeah, so um, I don't know. I would personally, I would like, well, the main thing is you're going to have to use it before for the deadline for game week 20 anyway because it's obsolete after that so personally I think looking at your team on I see that you have uh, Kane and Salah there so I see Kane has Bournemouth at home and Salah has who would be the captain for me anyway he has Newcastle at home game week 19 so what I do is that as um, play them two in game week 19 and as soon as that starts activate your wild card and um, go with it and um, what I think I do, I was looking at uh, downgrading the forward line and going strong in midfield. So I okay. just did a, a five-minute wild card. I just came up with it now and didn't spend much time at it. But it's... it's I spent more time than Owen has. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still so has it. I'm going to go through what I, what I do anyway. He might get something out of it. Maybe he'll get nothing. So Cool. I have uh, Fabianski in goals. Good fixtures, 4.5. I think even against the tougher teams, he has save points and bonus points. And... I think Jason Steele might be the best option as a 4.0. I've buttoned myself, but it looks like when Ryan goes away, Steele could be yeah, first. Yeah, we got item. that wrong, didn't we? Yeah, Probably. completely me fucking overthinking things again. But anyway, so that's where I'd go. And then in defence, I've Matt Doherty, Alonso, Wambasaka, Dine, who I think is a, is a great option, and Robertson. I know is expensive, but he, he's the best defensive option. Ah, you need him, yeah. Set and forget, yeah. So that's I'm very happy with that. Quite it's a happy. class defence. Yeah. So in midfield, then my midfield is very strong and I really like it as well. So I go went with uh, Raheem Sterling, Leroy Sané, Eden Hazard, uh, Felipe Anderson and Richarlison. Wow. So, so I think that's very good. Now, but this is where we kind of, we've no Kane, we've no premium forward. So I went with Raul Jimenez, um, Callum Wilson. And the third one is a bit, um, 
maybe not out there. It wouldn't have been earlier in the season, but I follow a lot of uh, West Ham forums and stuff. I think I mentioned this earlier. And I reckon Arnie's definitely going to be back for the Burnley game. So for, for Owen will be playing him in uh, game week, after game week 19 for game week 20. So I'm going with Arnautovic and going strong on West Ham and Everton and going with the, the double city and and has and very maybe, good I think it's a, it's a solid it's quite template but it's a solid, solid team going forward when I look at that team I have no concerns of not having a premium because just what you can do with the funds elsewhere your defence your midfield is just full of superstars and it's and not like you have duds up front like Jimenez and Wilson are outscoring most yeah. and they're nice to have as, as for subs even a lot of the time like if they if they come in someone doesn't play like you're, you're relatively yeah. confident that there's returns there. and you're less likely to like if Raul Jimenez blanks you're less likely to go on a bit of a rage and want to get rid of him yeah so you can kind of understand whereas yeah. Aubameyang came one, blank that's it the one thing I would say to Owen is like especially through the Christmas period just be safe and sensible and just just have uh, players that can come off the bench and get your returns like it's not all about having all the stars in the first 11 very good that looks good yeah. to me Owen you're a very patient man and I hope that helped <laughs> that is a wrap Willie we've done it episode 5 in the bag we did it can't believe it so if you enjoyed this episode uh, please do check out our Twitter page it's FPL Renegades and it's at Renegades FPL uh, like it share it retweet it tell all your friends um, just help us get the the old pod up and running now over Christmas with the fixtures coming thick and fast we're not 100% sure how we're gonna work it but we might just do one Christmas special we'll and, get try and, out. and try and cover all of the fixtures and we might actually get the mythical Kirks in we'll get Kirks for in. a podcast mulled wine and mince pies we'll, we'll and Danny Ings Danny feckin Ings so uh, anyway thanks for listening and have a great Christmas hope FL goes well for everyone and we'll chat to you soon cheers cheers guys thanks so much